Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. on the things we say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. We are sincerely grateful to be here. Yes, <laughs> thrilled even to be here. We've made it across the post-apocalyptic wasteland yes. that is yes. the entire United States. The entire world in a <laughs> lot of ways. Oh man. But it's good to be back. It's good to have this back in my life for a minute. I've missed Sheldon. We literally have not seen each other since the last time you heard our voices, really. Right. That was, was it. Time. And, and we Nelson, went into was, quarantine. And Nelson was rudely intruding on our, <laughs> on our hangout time. So, you know, whatever with that. Right. Nelson, you're mostly okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we made fun of the coronavirus and then immediately quarantined. Yes. Uh, that's kind of gets you caught up on what happened the last month. Yes. But I will say, I, I was listening back to that and... I will, I will automatically admit my first problem that I had that I did not take into account, which was stupid, is that I was quoting China's numbers. Yeah. Somebody asked me, because I told them, man, this will all be over by April because China's numbers have already dropped off the edge of a cliff. Yeah. I'm like, and, and we were supposed to believe the World Health Organization. Right. Now we found out they're complete dodos. Well, that doesn't surprise me, <laughs> but... And that followed the money yeah. instead of although really cool thing I science. saw I saw today uh, that uh, the Trump administration has reallocated those funds <laughs> to Samaritan's Purse and the Red Cross. Nice, which I thought was awesome because I'm like, hey, some places which that actually we brought have up some, a couple times yeah. on this show, you know, the people yeah. that are first into disasters yeah, that actually have some legit accountability and right do things that we know about. But uh, so I will own that mistake. I was looking at the numbers from yeah. China to be like, oh, this isn't that bad. Right. And two, there's a lot that I said that I still stand by, actually, <laughs> now that we are where we are at, the, at this stage in I the game. I was a little wrong, but I'm not yes. backing down. I, I'm not backing down from everything. But yeah, there was, there was a lot. Yeah, there's still a lot we don't know, essentially is what it comes down to. Yeah. Even though we're finding out a lot of things. But nobody knew it, including a lot of the people who are making decisions. They were panicking based on the best information we had, which was bad information from China, which we all knew, and information from Italy, which was literally the perfect petri dish of a situation for this virus to run rampant in. Right. Um, so, yeah, here we are. But we won't totally kill you with more virus Not talk. Not I, 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 I'm like a Twitter addict. I almost can't go there anymore. I'm still, I, I quit. It's just people going like, we're all going to die. Yeah, I quit Twitter five weeks ago and I haven't looked back. There's videos of them filling in skate parks with sand in L.A. Oh, and I'm just like, well, L.A.'s always been like, how happening? can we go communist? Just give us an excuse, please. Oh, and that's just California in a nutshell. <sighs> I have a list of things I'm not going to do, but first, <laughs> let's do a did you know. Okay, did you know, speaking of viruses, <laughs> that 
mandatory vaccinations predate the current constitution of the United States of America. Some would say they would have to. <laughs> yes, it, they would have to. So 1776 or seven, I forget exactly when it was, but, and I had the info, but I'm not going to read it all. I did a, I did a glance over again, so I'll just be nice and general. Um, Non-specific. There was a massive smallpox epidemic that hit North America. George Washington had gotten the disease when he was 19, so he was immune, but his face was permanently pockmarked by it, and he carried, the, you know, the literal scars of that. It was the, the summer of, of 75. There you go. There you go. And it initially took place when they invaded Canada because Canada was, at the time, a swampy cesspit of a mess with a lot of strange little diseases. No argument about from the Canadian yes. in the room. I, and I said was. It, it's, they've come a long way since then, most of the country. There are still those spots that are pretty much exactly the same. But um, so they invaded, invaded Canada and basically completely failed because of the smallpox epidemic. Uh, I think their leading general at the time actually was killed by it. So Washington came back, and when they were getting ready to, to go into the north again to deal with some stuff, he basically looked at it and said, okay, we can't, we can't fight two enemies. And so he made it mandatory that all of his troops, initially all of his troops had already had smallpox. He only took people on this mission who already had had smallpox and survived it, obviously, and had immunity. But then coming around the next time, he's like, okay, I was successful then. That was helpful. I'm going to force inoculations on my troops. And, again, that's a little bit different because they are conscripted soldiers. They have orders. Yeah. They have a chain of command. But he mandated that all of his troops were vaccinated against smallpox, and their infection rate went from 17% with a, I forget how high the death rate was, but it was very, very high, to 1%. And it did not stop their army. It did not slow them. Um, they did do it in secret because you are out of commission for a week or two uh, with the way they did it then, uh, which was essentially they put a little cut on the side of your arm and they would introduce pus from an infected victim into it. You would get a controlled version of smallpox that was not nearly as severe, and you would recover, and then you'd have immunity. And uh, so he, he, he mandated this. They went from 17% to 1%, and the British did not do this, and it decimated their ranks. And as a result of this, the Continental Congress, they did not mandate that everybody be vaccinated, but they made them legal in every state because they were very controversial. They were a very new thing at the time, and a lot of people were very, even legislatures, were very down on the idea of it. But again... Uh, the idea of mandatory vaccination is, it outdates the United States. <laughs> it's as old as the country. It's as old as the country. But uh, yeah, so that's my did you know. And no, Nelson, it was not about my life. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> this was not anecdotal. <laughs> about yeah. random facts about your life. No, <laughs> but it doesn't make them less true just because they're my life. <laughs> this is our show. We're going to say what we want. Say whatever we want. In that vein, I'm going to tell you some things I'm not going to do. Give it. I'm not going to wear a mask. No. I'm not doing it. Yes. And, and it's, it's nothing other than I don't want to wear one. That's fair. I can't do it. Well, if that means I can't go into your building, fine. Yeah. I'm not going into your building. I'm going somewhere where I can well, and, go and let without me, wearing and a mask. And let me be clear. Not doing it. Let me tell everyone. 
my wife is a medical professional. We have discussed this. I've discussed it with a few. The point of a mask is not to protect you from the virus. Right. It's to protect everyone else from you. If you have the virus or are carrying it. Right, or if you're whatever. It, it protects them from anything you're spraying out of your mouth and nose when you're in public. That is what they are for. Now, if I knew I was going to be in close quarters with an immunocompromised person, I would do it. I would wear a mask, and I would have no problem with that. If they asked me to. I would do it just as a courtesy because nobody wants to ask anybody to do that. But if I was in direct contact with them, I would do that if I knew that we were going to be close quarters oh, and we had to do man. it. But also, <laughs> I for those of nice. you that are trying to use N95 masks, unless you are fitted for them and you know exactly the size you need and it fits you exceedingly tightly, it ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing. Again, from a medical professional, not me, from my wife, this is the truth. If you have facial hair that is more than a small, short, well-kept goatee, there are, there are problems with that mask fitting properly, and it will not have the effect. So shave your faces and tighten them down to the point where they're actually digging into your skin, and you'll probably be okay. They actually had to test fit with, with my wife when she was getting te- fit for N95 so that if they need them, they know what size she needs. They literally put her inside of this secondary mask and fill it with... I forget what they fill it with, and they can actually see if it's seeping in anywhere. So they say, okay, that's not the right size, and they'll put another size on it, and they'll try it again. They literally test fit to make sure that there's no way that this is getting in. So for those of you running around with the big old beards, and you have an N95 mask on, and you think it's helping you, it's not. And I'm sorry for that, and I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Uh, but clean shaven is the way to go, and you need to test fit them. You need to know that they're your size. So again, I get it. I do wear gloves at gas stations, which honestly might not be a bad idea in yeah. general because gas stations are kind of icky. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much the only real protective measure it. I've taken in that way just because that is a high, high traffic, high handling thing. And so I'm just like, I'll throw some rubber gloves on with that. And I'll put all context on this later, but there's just some, I'm not using the word social distancing. Yes. I hate it. I'm done with it. Yes. Uh, it's not happening. No. I'm tired of it. Yes. I'm, I'm also, I'm not using hand sanitizer. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's just a texture thing. <laughs> I, just I can't do it. I, it's like I, you got soap and you got water and there's bubbles and you rinse it off. And it's like, yes, I can tell that did something. This smearing, this gooey weirdness around on your hands. Oh, and especially toes, if leaves. it's been like in your car and like, it's a little warm. But I don't put, I don't put salve on stuff. I don't use Vicks. Oh. I don't do gooey you don't use, things. You don't like, use, I don't do hand lotion. You don't use unkers? Do what? You don't use unkers? No. I thought all the Mennonite slash Amish people used unkers. Union salve. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what Jess uses, and it, it's, it's not even in the jar that it came in. I'm convinced they scooped it out of a paint can <laughs> and put it in this, like, Hartville kitchen dressing jar, which is what it's in right now. And I'm like, this is not French dressing, but oh, it does go on cuts, apparently. Apparently. Oh, it's my just goodness. like, I'm not doing hand sanitizer. There was one guy, like, apart from the texture thing, which I can't get over, like, yeah. I just... I just, it makes my spine tingle right I, now I've, just even thinking about it. I can't, I feel, yeah, I have I some can't of those do things. it. Hand sanitizer isn't one of them, but I have some of those things. Anyway, one of my buddies one time was like, I'll ruin hand sanitizer for you. I'm like, go. He's like, where does the dirt go? 
He's like, you've smeared it around on your hands. Where did the dirt go? Yeah. You say your hands are clean. Where did it go? Yeah. And, I'm yeah, like, and, I've, and I have had <laughs> doctors even tell me that hand sanitizer is great. But unless it's a certain grade, which is like the medical grade that they have in the, in the, not the, not the ones that you get at the door of hospital, but like the legit, like in a doctor's office, the one that they use. Right. It, he's, it, they basically said, wash your hands. He's like, use this if you have to in a, in a pinch, but this is until you can go wash your hands. That's what it's for. And I'm not staying home from work after April 30th. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm going. I, I can't do this. Yeah. You, you elites in Hollywood, you elites in Washington, you people sitting in the Petri dishes in New York, I don't care. We live in the middle of nowhere. Our properties are social distance from each other, you morons. My house is about as close as houses get around here. Exactly. I am like way far away from anybody. I'm not stacked up in an apartment building. I'm going into an office that maybe has... I don't know, 20 some people that I may right. come into loose contact with. Yeah. But most of them are passing by me well apart from whatever restrictions. Anyway, screw it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> staying home from work anymore. I you, will. you elites do not get to tell the middle class that we all have to lose our jobs. You do not get to take away our livelihood because you're scared. You live in, in, in a cesspool and you live all on top of each other. This, That's not our fault. I will say this is a perfect illustration of why universal laws that apply federally do not usually make sense. And it's whether it's, it's gun laws, insane. whether it's I mean it just doesn't make sense because situations are different. This what, stuff is all made by people who keep their jobs in the middle of this. It's the true. people saying stay home are not the people that are risking their livelihoods and and their rent and their food and caring for their entire family. True. Like the middle class and lower class has worked so hard to get that factory job and you just shut the factory down well, for a month, well, it might be two months. And then the guy in Canada gets up there. We might have to prepare for this being a year and a half. What are yeah. you on? Yeah, the 18-month thing was right at the beginning of this. And those who are quoting it have just caught on to it and are running with it now. It's, it's, old, it's an old stat. It is not a, it is we not a current We cannot do this. After April 30th, it's over. We're going back. We, we cannot do this anymore. And I'll tell you why. Because we're flattening the freaking curve. This is what it was all about. The reason you told us to stay home and to social distance was for a short period of time. It wasn't to just magically save everyone from getting right. it. It was so that we don't overwhelm the hospitals. Right. And did they get overwhelmed? No. 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 Maybe a couple in New York. Right. Maybe. And the argument can be made. And New York was late to New York City was late, late to, to respond yeah. to it. And so and the, and the argument can be made, you know, Ohio is seventh in population in the United States. Yeah. And we were one of the first states to take take some of these drastic measures. And we've measures. been like thirteen or sixteenth yeah, on and the we list. Are very of low everything. on the list of things. So the argument can be made that what they have done has been appropriate for what we had. Right. I All am not being critical with, of what has happened. Right. However, I have been telling my wife, I said, if they, if they come out and try to say that when we hit April 1st, we're not going to have some kind of plan for a rollout here, I said, people are just going to revolt. They won't care. Absolutely. And they should, because you can't just constantly be punting and saying, well, it's going to, okay, here, it's coming. It's coming. Well, when? Okay, but it's coming. Okay. And I get it. 
This is a big deal. This is not a small thing. I get that. However, you've got to have something. Now, if the numbers have been spiking astronomically, and they said, okay, we're still not through this. They're still going up, you know, by 10,000, you know, every week or whatever. I'd be like, okay, you can give us some increments, but you're not going to just say, okay, we're going to do it another month. You know, you got to give some. No, and, no, no, no. And so no, I at least no, respect no. the fact. I get it. And, I'm, and I was willing to go to the point of saying, if you can give me a rollout of some kind and say, starting May 1st, we're going to start stepping back the same way we stepped into this, I'd be like, okay. Light at the end of the tunnel, letting that safety valve ease some pressure, fine. But we did it. Like, I did it. Right. I stayed at home. Right. I didn't go anywhere. The only person that left my house was Jess. She went out and bought some groceries and came back and, like, was very careful about anything she totally. touched. We did all the things. Right. And, and the whole thing was you have to do this for a short period of time so you don't overwhelm everything. Those that are going to get this are going to get it. Right. Like, it's just going to go around. The whole thing was we can't all get it at once. Exactly. Like, that peak was going to be bad. And the models they all showed us was if you can avoid that peak, you still have the same number of people right. in that whole really steep one or the really shallow one. Right. But the really just shallow one out. goes longer, right. and eventually all the people that were going to get it get it, right. and, and it goes around. It right. goes around like the flu. It's going to go around eventually, no right. matter how careful you are. Right. And so it's like I get that people are fearful. I get how serious it is. But you cannot destroy lives. Like, Agreed. Like, you've got to look at what you... Now, I'm not talking just the stock market. I'm talking... Which has been surprisingly resilient. I'm talking about <laughs> our, like, a manufacturing. Like, Wayne yeah. County here, we have agriculture and we have manufacturing. And we do them both really, really well. Before this, we had below 3% unemployment. Everybody that had a skilled job was at work and was killing it. Yeah. Like we were doing really well. And even a company that like ours, it's built for stability and all this. Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, you're looking at letting go good people right. that worked hard to get here, that were on the teams that built this stuff. Right. And now we have to let you have to let people go. And it's like, this is insane. Yeah. Like I understand I understand being cautious, but for anyone that thinks it's going to last past April 30, you are dreaming. Yeah. And you only say it from a place of privilege. If you're going to talk to us about privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Your privilege is telling all of us that we get to stay home. No, we don't get to stay home. We get to lose our jobs. Yeah. If we stay home any longer. Right. Like we, if you're going to sell stuff, you have to talk to people. Right. Businesses have to be open. Storefronts have to be open. People yeah. have to buy things. It, yeah. It, this cannot. This cannot keep going on out of yeah. out of fear. I'm 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 done. Yeah. These are things I'm not going to do. Totally. I get that. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. And it and and it's like, I don't know. I just get frustrated with all the doom and gloom and all of that. Right. So right. I yeah. It, there there is a human cost. To people losing their jobs, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, I was one of the ones that kept my job, yeah. And I'm, and and yet my heart felt heavy for everyone that didn't right. get to keep their job this month. Totally. And I'm like, where would I go? All of us are now competing for jobs that don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a strange thing, man. But you know who wasn't laid off? 
the vice assistant, you know, supervisor of whoever at Ohio State University, the, the, the vice head of admissions or whoever that's just been sitting at home in her pajamas drinking coffee. Yeah. It's like, listen, I get all you massive institutions that are just living off some trust fund somewhere. Yeah. Like the U.S. government just printing money. Yep. You can sit there and say, okay, everybody stay home. We don't have that choice. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on to lighter things. On to lighter things. So why are we here, Sheldon? Because that's not why I we're don't here. Know. Why are we here? It was here to rant about coronavirus and get a whole entire month of angst out of yes. me. Yes. Yeah. But no, I, I honestly, I was a team player. I get the kindness to everyone and, and realizing that I don't want someone to have to show up at a hospital where right. there's no bed for them. Right. Like, I get it. But at a certain point, it's got to stop. Yeah. But no, I, I get it. Yeah. And again, I'm looking at it. You know, we had, we were doing the best we could with the information we had, which wasn't great. Yeah. You know, the best information we had was China and Italy. And, and they were, you know, and I, Italy, I mean, Italy is, Italy is the size of California landmass wise, maybe a little smaller. I don't remember exactly. With double the people, they have the highest, highest elderly population of any country in Europe. Yeah. And 24 to 25% of their population are daily smokers. <laughs> daily smokers, let alone regular smokers. Yeah. Those things matter. Yeah. And they did not they, do. they didn't do anything. They waited to shut down because they didn't they thought, "Oh no, we're good," you know. And that's the thing. People have to realize this virus still does target the elderly and the immunocompromised and Smokers, like underlying health, health issue people. Yeah. Healthy people with healthy immune systems do okay with this. There are some outliers, but typically it's people who had a health condition they didn't know about that this tripped. So that has never changed. Of all the things that have been bogus about this, of all the things that have been lies from China, of all the things that, that the World Health Organization, you know, looked down and looked the other way on, that was not one of them. I, yeah... I had high expectations for myself in quarantine. I had a bunch of books from the library, and I was about to take them back. And then the library closed, and I'm like, oh, good. I'll get to read all these books. You did Haven't not. done that. No, you didn't. Haven't done that at all. No. There's been a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted to get done. I did build some shelves, so I have that. But I've I did that in one, work. one evening, and it's like, I don't know what to do with myself. I saw down a third of a tree by hand. That, that was sounds a, cool. That was a mistake, let me tell you. Yeah, but builds up your shoulders. Yes, but the next day, I didn't move well Yeah, at all. I've done less physical exercise than at any point in my life. I lost about 10 pounds during all this. Oof. Mostly, mostly in the first week, because I was just really stressed trying to figure out what I all was going to happen. I get why they call it the COVID-19. I'm probably yeah. 219 now no, instead I was, of two. I was on the opposite end of that. <laughs> I found that I am not a stress eater. I'm rarely stressed, which means I'd usually eat. But when I'm stressed, I'm, I'm just not hungry. I have to force and, it. Yeah, and I just I don't like all these people that are starting new hobbies in quarantine and looking no. all productive and stuff. I'd be productive during my work day, but, yeah. dude, I'm not getting anything done because yeah. it's like living in this artificial I started world. A, I started working on a new audio drama with my cousin, which That's is, cool. is going to come out soon. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. It's fun. It's sci-fi, which makes it extra fun for me. And Sheldon will hate it <laughs> because it's science fiction. 
I don't hate science fiction. That's true. You don't hate science fiction. Justin hates science fiction. Yeah. I. It has to be compelling science fiction, though. Yeah. Kayla doesn't really like science fiction. She likes Firefly, but that's barely science fiction. Yeah. I mean, it is science fiction, but, you know, there aren't aliens and stuff. Uh, and she liked Star Wars, but that's because of the sappy love story in the prequels. <laughs> Between a brother and a sister. No, not the, oh, not the original. No, the original. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that's one of the best memes I've ever seen. It had, it had the, it had the silhouette of Luke and Leia kissing, and Vader's silhouette over it, and it said, "When you don't know who your father is, anyone could be your brother or sister." <laughs> it's so great. Like, that's just one of the best things in the world. Be careful who you kiss, because anyone could be your brother or sister. Oh man. Anyway. Let's move on. I'm done with the virus. Yeah, we're so all done in with order the virus. to lighten the mood, we're going to put a disclaimer on the thing that if you don't want to hear about coronavirus, you fast forward to what is this, like 24 minutes in? Yeah, okay. almost at 25 Let's do that. exactly. There it is. And we're going to go. We're going to go. You'll miss Sheldon's high voice. <laughs> you'll miss the spike that yeah, I'm looking yeah, right at there. over here. Um, <laughs> we want to we want to go back. Nate gave me the choice in 95 or 96. So to be a goofball, I went back to 1996. Yeah. Because 95 would be exactly 25 years, and I'm not doing oh. anything like that. So, <laughs> 25 years That's ago. That's horrifying. Huh? That's horrifying. That, that 1995 was, was 25, 25 years, years ago. ago. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 that is no good for us. No. It's reality. You though. came to Worcester, I found in out. 1995. In 1995. Yeah, yeah. And Mother's uh, Day of 1995 was our first Sunday here. So it's coming right up. Coming right up. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah 25 years, man. You did all your growing up here. All of it. <laughs> Almost. All of it. I was 11 when we moved here. <laughs> Sweet. 11 years old. Uh, 1995, that puts me in fifth grade. Yep. Um, but we're in 96, so that puts me in sixth grade. Yes. Like, fit, like yeah, 95, 96 school year was... Yep. Things was, were starting to get awkward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was the first time I was really listening to music that was my own and not music that yeah. was my parents. Yeah. Um, which is, shows you how sheltered and Christian household that I was in. You know, that's but, one of the things that's kind of <laughs> weird for me because... I kind of had both ends of that spectrum, though, because we did not listen to any secular music really growing up, um, other than occasionally you'd hear James Taylor on the radio, and my dad would turn it up, you know, because he liked James Taylor. <laughs> right. Um, and, of course, you know, Christmas stuff, you know, we would do whatever and whoever. If anybody made a Christmas album, we were pretty much listening You're to it. Um, but because my dad was a youth pastor, there was a lot, and, and a youth pastor in a pretty hopping church at the time, um, we were listening to things that were a little more edgy for, you know, we were listening yeah. to DC Talk, we were listening to Audio Adrenaline, we were listening to all these things that were considered edgy at the time that were yeah. new in CCM and back when CCM was good. Yeah. Because let's be real, it ain't good anymore. <laughs> it doesn't really Music matter if it's generally. Christian or not. If yeah. it's syncopated rhythm, your soul, soul is, is gonna, gonna rot. rot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't even know what we were Sorry, saying. Sorry, so now. many you totally, thoughts going. You through totally my head punted right my brain on that one. It's just gone. <laughs> no, it's okay. 1996 96? is where we're going today. So we're just gonna do. I made up a playlist on Spotify of the number one Christ, contemporary Christian music albums of 1996, All right. along with Wow 97, which is the best songs from 1996. Yes. Apparently. Which was released in 97. <laughs> Which, this is a CD when I pulled up the cover. I definitely had this CD. Oh, yeah. Um, Which color WOW album was it? The what silver color? one. The silver one, yes. 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 It was this, like, the brushed silver. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Anyway. Oh my. Uh, the number one, the and and so it's Wow ninety. Wow 97, and then every album, it ha- I have the songs from every album in Christian music that went to number one on the Billboard Christian charts in okay. 1996. Okay. They are Take Me to Your Leader by the Newsboys. Oh, yeah. Jesus Freak by DC Talk. Oh, yes. Jars of Clay by Jars of Clay. They're was, al- the album. Yes. The al- sorry, the you're album, naming albums. I was Jars songs. of Clay. Yeah. This, these are albums. Which had... Which had Flood on it. Which had Flood. Yeah, because yes. that's really the only song that was popular by It by was Jars weird. Of, of the Take Me to Your Leader songs, I would have thought that Breakfast was on there, but Breakfast didn't actually like really get a lot of play until 97, 98. Yeah, when they started but, touring it. Yeah. It was reality yeah. off that album. Which I love that song. I've yeah. always loved that song. That one somehow, yeah. <laughs> uh, what You Looking For? Yep. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. I know none of those songs because yeah. <laughs> for some reason I don't. I never had that album. Now that was was that Kirk Franklin and God's Property. Uh, Kirk Franklin and the Family. Okay, so that was was that pre God's Property. I think. I so. think it was pre God's Property. Yes. Yeah, so that was old school Kirk Franklin. And Signs of Life by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh yeah, probably the best Stephen Curtis Chapman album. It was a good one. It was solid. Yeah, back when he stopped wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> Finally. And before he turned into Stephen Curtis Fat Man. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Um, if you ever get an opportunity to see that guy on tour, he's phenomenal. No, he he's is. He's a phenomenal guitar player. Phenomenal writer. He can write about anything and write well. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's great. Uh, I shouldn't disparage guys. Fine. And then <laughs> the worst, Life, Love, and Other Mysteries by uh, Point of Grace. You know, I will admit, though. I listened to that album a lot. And the reason... All the Christian moms. But you know this why, was your jam. But you know why I did? Because at the time, my voice had not changed yet. So ah, I could sing all of that stuff and nail it. I remember <laughs> I, sang, I sang The Circle of Friends with Matt Shetler and Matt Hammond, who most people don't know this, but Matt Hammond, who's our tech guy at our church, has had, I don't know if he still does because I don't know if he sings anymore, a really great tenor voice, all right. surprisingly. Nice. Um, but we we sang Circle of Friends. We were gonna sing it for uh, for blast, and then Matt Shetler punked out on us at the last minute, and we didn't end up doing Your it. it was trio like the became before. a duo. And no, we just yeah, scrapped. we just didn't do it. That is the so. nature of that uh, Nazarene talent competition. Yeah, although we, you weren't around for this, but back when I was a teenager, <laughs> we dominated that. <laughs> I mean, you had me, Caleb, Bailey, Alexander. Eventually, Stephanie Gretzinger was there with us. Uh, Whitney Shetler, who was great. My sister, who was great. Like, you, we just, we dominated back then. And mostly in sports, too. Really, we, uh, really well. When I first started helping out with the youth group again, like, we were kind of down and blast and not doing very well. But yeah. You we, made, a, you made like, a comeback. We, we took the drama team and just started, like, I was, I've discovered that there was categories in yeah. this competition. I'm like... If we just enter something in every category, we're going to win because yeah. some of these nobody is competing in. Right, so exactly. Then, then when it got to announcing like who won these different things, it was like Worcester, 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 right. Worcester. And right. I'm like, I like what yeah. I'm hearing. Mount, Worcester and Mount Vernon were the big competition <laughs> right. with each other back then. I don't know if that's true when, when, when you guys were. Nah, I don't know. But it was funny because, I mean, no, if you think it, about it, in our case, we were, we were kind of the church that was pushing the envelope in terms of worship. And our youth group kids were our worship team. It wasn't like we were just doing youth worship. Like, we were the band on Sunday mornings. Like, we were the ones playing. So we did this all the time. 
and then we would go from that to competing in these events. And so it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Easy pickings. It was. It was. Um, so what I'm going to do, I have this set on random. Yes. And we're just going to, we got the bell. We're just oh. going to play a fun oh, little okay. game. okay, hang on. I got to get close here then. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. And you just have to guess the song, and you can guess the artist too if you want. Um, just going to play a little bit of Colored People from DC Talk, and then to get it rolling so that it can be on my lock screen. Yes. So that I don't have to look at it. Got I it. can just hit the, got it. hit the thing. I'll put a paper over it or something. Something. That's what I did last time. So we'll hear a little bit of... All right, there we go. That gets us in the mood. Here we All go. Right. So that Let's was Colored right People there. by DC Talk on, on, yeah. on Jesus Here we Freak. Go. Ready? Ready for our next guest? Go for it. I should already know this. This is Stephen Curtis Chapman. It has to be. I'm not so sure. Not with those horns. I'm not so sure. I want to say for sure it's Point of Grace, but I cannot remember the name of the song. That's the way it's meant to be by Point of Grace. Yes, yes. But I wasn't going to get the song either. That's why I looked. So I get half half a point. That's fine. (laughs) I don't even think... That's Kirk Franklin. You touch it if you want to, but I ain't so sure. This is a long intro. It's Black Gospel, man. This one. Oh. Okay, I'm... I'm I don't know what the song is, but I'm going to make a call that that's C.C. Winans. That is Don't Take the Joy Away by Kirk Franklin. Oh, you were right. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hit that. That's too, that's too much of a cavernous sound with all oh, those springs. Man. All right, so Sheldon gets half a point. This is bad, and I haven't known any of these songs. Well, you got to remember, we were, we were not all that old when these came out, so. funny thing is you've got all these people in 1996 long intros were a big thing yes they that's were. one of the things that i found out here it's like every song was an epic yeah i have come to this ocean what and the waves of fear are starting to grow that's stephen curtis chapman i'm gonna call that i think you're right I got nothing on the song, though. Kay. This is all we're going to do is know the artist this whole time. Uh, hold on to Jesus. Stephen Curtis Chapman. But it was Stephen Curtis Chapman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. In 1996, the number one news story. We'll interject some of these. Okay. Israel elects Benjamin Netanyahu. Really? Yeah. 1996. 1996, man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a long time. It's a long time. Long, long time. Another Kirk, it's gonna be Franklin. Kirk Franklin again. But I ain't gonna know the song. I should have taken all those out. Unless it's unless it's Kirk Franklin and God's property, I ain't right. gonna know it. Yeah. Another long intro. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jars of clay. Uh, oh, I should stop this. Jars of clay. It's not love song for a savior. It's, oh shoot, I'll let you guess. I don't I, I know got this song. I, unless it's Flood, it's I don't know uh, anything blind. by Jars of Clay. Oh, unless it's I Flood, it I don't blind. know anything by Jars of Clay. I never listened to them at all. I, I had this, I, I think, no, my cousin had this album. Well, this was were, the first album I listened to on headphones. It's because they were palatable to more traditional parents because they didn't play electric guitars. Right. That was why everybody... Really? Yeah. That was the thing? I think Because it was so. strummy guitars yeah. instead of electric it's like, guitars? Oh, this is folksy and, you know, uh. we play this in barns in West Virginia. It's okay. <laughs> we can do that. Oh, um, man. That's sad. <laughs> I didn't realize that was why. But then you think about Flood. That was about as hard as you could play yeah. an acoustic guitar. Yep. Oh, come on. Wait. We should have picked a later era. Should have. What is with these intros, man? They were so bad. The sun was beating down inside. That's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Chapman again, yeah. I got no idea what it is. Free. Man, I never realized how similar his tone was in the early days to Michael W. Smith. I think he was the poor man's Michael W. Smith. I really do. And he eventually came into his own with that, and it changed a little. But yeah, he's super, super vibing on that. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Hold on. I hope we get some more variety. Oh, come on. Come on. What is this? Oh. Oh. Circle of Friends, Point of Grace. Has is it to really? Be. Is it really? Yes. Oh. There it is. I got the, my first points on the board. <laughs> I got like a couple half points and one full point. I think I'm the first one to get a full score. point. This is, this is like... This is okay, hold on. This, this is Second like... biggest news article of 1996. The crash of TWA Flight 800. Oh, yeah. And by the way... If you go to the CNN site that I went to to look up the top news stories, it's still in their old web format. Really? It's super bad colors, and it's really kind of small text honestly, and stuff. And, and I haven't been there in a while, but CNN's website is terrible. Yeah. Like, it's really clunky. It's hard to bad, navigate. Which is funny because I go there during so elections. much of what you see from there... Like they're, they're, I mean, it's really slick production and really great graphics and all right. that. And you go to their website and it's like, did you just stop caring in the mid nineties? Like, is that what this yeah, is? We're on cable. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the internet. <laughs> oh man. So I bet, I bet Kathy Frizzell is basically rolling over right now because of all the things we're missing <laughs> with this. Cause this, this would have oh, been her we're prime. Just dying. She knows. There we go. Oh, oh, in the light by DC talk. That was the, that was the first. Song, you got this on the last time we went through That was the first this. song that I learned learned to harmonize on <laughs> without my parents. Okay, fine, you got it. Ah, I was going to another one. Man, I love that intro. Really? Mind's Eye by DC Talk. Oh, you know all the DC Talk ones. Was oh it? yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, it's yeah. Mind's Eye. No, it says, "What have." Oh, that's what have, what we, have become? we become. Crap, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Minus your half point. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hey, man, there's another one. There's another one. Ah, stupid Kirk Franklin, get out of here. Do you have it? 
It's Kirk Franklin. Uh, <laughs> that's all yeah, we know that. Uh, Every black gospel thing on here is going to be Kirk Franklin. Yeah, that's true. Fred Hammond wasn't a thing yet. Israel Houghton wasn't that much of a thing yet. Oh. Oh. Wait. If you even get this from that, Hold on. I, will, I will come across the table. Oh, uh, no. This is... Don't you dare. Is this the first third day song that ever made it? Which was Hold that? Hold on. Was that gonna... Consuming Fire? That's the first song It was I on that album. Me. Hold on. I didn't look yet. We're going to keep it going. No. I know this. What this is, is Love Song for a Savior. Are you sure? Do you want to bet that and pull the, pull the paper? Uh, it's jars of clay, though. Okay, we'll keep it going. See, no, all folk instruments. No, because Love Song for a Savior starts in a field of wildflowers. I got nothing on this. Liquid. It's one of my favorite Jars of Clay songs, too. I don't have a favorite Jars of Clay song. This is one of the best songs. If you ever get a chance, Liquid by Jars of Clay is actually solid. Palatable because there were no electric instruments. <sighs> That's why parents like them. That's fine. 1996, Dolly the Sheep was cloned. Which was named... Here's a little did you know. All Do you know right. why? No, I don't. Which was named Dolly because the cell that they used. <laughs> this is a terrible thing. What? The cells that they used to clone it was from the mammary gland of the sheep. And because Dolly Parton is known for her gigantic bosoms. Yes, they decided to name it Dolly. <laughs> so I you just found that serious. out this week. No, I randomly was reading about Dolly Parton and that was in there. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> but that's what it was. Oh, man. The more you know, the less you want to know. That was Kirk Franklin. Like it, love it, need it, DC Talk. Under it was. these circumstances, they can hardly go. This was very grunge for them. Well, that's because everybody was trying to be Nirvana. I will tell you, there was no greater disappointment in my life. And Jeremy Hartzler, if you're out there listening to this, man, I'm dropping a lot of names today, but I don't even care. <laughs> Jeremy Hartzler, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you do, I understand now why you hated DC Talk so much because they basically directly ripped off Smells Like Teen Spirit with Jesus yeah. Freak. I mean, it's a direct, no holds barred, ripped it off. And, and I understand that. I still love them. I still love that album. But when I started listening to one-to-ones and realizing that most of the artists that I loved as a kid were just cheap imitations of another artist that was happening at the time, it made me a little sad. Yeah. The end. Let's move on. That's Jars of Clay. I will not know any Jars of Clay song unless Flood comes on there. I don't know it. They say that I can move the mountains and send them crashing to the sea. If I would follow it. Faith like a child. All right. Check Sorry. it. Check that it. Is. I got nothing. Yep. Like a child. Like a child. Jars there you go. Clay. You got all the words in there, so I'll yeah, get to sorry. you. Sorry, I had to get all the way to the chorus before it's I knew they would sing it's it. It's all good. I'm with you on that sometimes. This is the uh, Jesus Freak reprise on <laughs> Jesus Freak. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's terrible. Play it. 
That's all you need. It's Michael know. Tate, man. Just so, going ham on that. Yes. Which I would love to see what developed to make them decide to put that on the album. Like, what screwing although, around were they doing in the although, studio? They'd be like, oh, we're putting that on the if album. If you listen to that, if you listen to that, and then you listen to several Five Iron Frenzy albums, you're like, <laughs> DC Talk was uh, pretty refined, refined with their uh, going on here. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, there was a series of songs that Five Iron Frenzy did about these are not my pants. And they just went, <laughs> they took the phrase, these are not my pants, and they did it in like six different music genres yeah. and did them all really badly. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible. But it still is a family joke to this day. <laughs> Play it up. What we got? That's got to be DC Talk, right? This is DC Talk Mind's Eye. Oh, come on, why are they? This has to be on random. Okay. But there were only so many songs DVDs, in 1996. DVDs were released for the first time in Japan in 1996. Really? What was the first DVD you ever bought? DVD? I know the first Blu ray I ever bought was The Dark Knight. Back it up, man. Come on. What was the first DVD you ever I remember because we did not have a DVD player, but my dad's laptop at the time had a DVD drive in it. And so we were able it to watch this movie. It may have been the, the, concert, the recorded concert of the Newsboys touring. Un, it's called Under the Big Top or yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. And they did, they did a whole recording of that concert. And I remember buying that instead of the CD. I yeah. think I bought the DVD of that concert yeah. instead. I, I think that's one of the first. The first, the very first DVD I ever held in my hand. But my parents wouldn't have let me buy movies totally. at the time. Bicentennial Man. Robin Williams' Bicentennial Man. That was the very first DVD, which is ironic considering it's all about forward thinking and robotics. But that was the very first one and nice. the only one for a while. Also in 1996, 10 million people got online for the first time. I made it to 10 million. 10 million. That's... Ask Jeeves and eBay were yep. founded in this year. Yep. And Ask Jeeves was the king for a while. And then Yahoo. And then Google just took over everything. I'm going to call Kirk Franklin on this one again. Yep. We don't know. Not jars of clay, because it's an electric guitar. This is the Newsboys Breathe. Yeah. Yep. I was going to guess Newsboys. Best boys. intro off of this entire album, though. They had a lot of Led Zeppelin vibe to their guitar tone, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Why did my phone just stop right there? I don't know. It's maybe terrible. you got a message or a notification or something. Yeah, I got a notification from Instagram, but it shouldn't mm. do that. Instagram. Instagram. I don't understand Instagram. I think it's funny that you have notifications turned on from Instagram. I don't. Well, you're getting them. Okay, but it doesn't. It does. I don't have the the pop up like I don't get the little red one. Oh yeah, it just doesn't. You just get an alert. You just get kind of this thing on my lock screen that I I ignore all of those. Anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Just turn that off. Turn it off. Your life will be happier. Yeah, it's fine. You don't it need just to tells me. You open it up and you can look at all that stuff. Yeah. It's just trying to entice you to come in. Charles and Di got divorced in 1996. Okay, can I, can I back up for just a second? Okay. When I just said uh, trying to entice you to come in, I basically, I, 
I almost made a hooker reference about how the notifications for Instagram were basically like the hooker standing in the doorway. <laughs> Which is a biblical reference, y'all. Don't be jumping down my throat on that. <sighs> but yeah, Princess Di and, and, uh, and Charles got divorced. You know, I think it's funny. She was, I was amazed that she was alive in 1996. <laughs> Sorry. I'm she, was not al- she died in 98. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so it wasn't much wait, longer. she was still alive in 1996? I If you read about Diana, she is one of those people. Man, people are going to crucify me for this. <laughs> She's one of those people who her legacy was preserved by her untimely death. She was not a stable person. By any means, in terms of mental health. But now she's right up there by Mother Teresa. Right. And she was also not a particularly pleasant person (laughs) by all accounts. She was very sweet. She was excessively glamorous and refined. She was a beautiful woman um, who was a kind-hearted person, without a doubt. But she was not the saint that she is because of her untimely death. After the divorce... She was allowed to keep the title Princess Diana, but no you could reason. not call her Her Majesty. Right. Right. She was stripped of the Her Majesty right. thing. Live a simple life, I take a day at a time. Uh, 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 day by day, DC Talk, Jesus yeah. Freak. I will know every song on that album. That's another one. I'm skipping That's it. That's just the intro. <laughs> <laughs> or the outro, because it's the same. This is Jars, Jars of Clay, we're skipping it. That is actually love acoustic. song for a savior. <laughs> Kirk Franklin again. That's Who Kirk Franklin that? again. Nobody knows. We don't know. Come on, I just didn't get to the... Breakfast by the Newsboys. Of course! <laughs> ah! How did you steal breakfast from me? I'm so mad. Because you were distracted by Kirk Franklin, <laughs> and still bitter that I had called out another DC <laughs> And I was just song. hitting skip, 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 because it was like stupid... <laughs> Playlist sucks. Who put this together? There's 119 songs on it. I'm gonna say this is Stephen Curtis Chapman again. Yeah. Oh, that's that's got a great groove. I like that. Maybe not. I can't tell from that voice. Yeah. That is Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah. Rubber Meets the Road. Oh, so yeah, he did I a country song. That. Well, he was very country. His very yeah. first song was that Saddle Up Your no Horses. Horse. Yeah. We got a trail to blaze. It was a terrible song. It, <laughs> it was, was so bad. Jeff Moore in the distance, oh, though. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. There's one of those songs in here, I think, off oh, the man. Wow album. That's Flood. I was going to give that one to you. I knew what it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm letting you have that one. Reality. Yep. Oh, I know this one. Is it Jars of Clay again? No, that's Stephen Curtis Chapman, I think. And my thing, Let Us Pray. Oh, yeah. Let us my pray. thing just stopped. Hold on. I don't know why. It, it's being goofy. Maybe I actually have to open Spotify. It's because you this. should be using Apple Music. No. You should drop Spotify and go to Apple Music. Now I have to pay for that. Well, I have to pay for this, too. Miss Morgan. Yeah, DC, DC talk. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Stephen Curtis Chapman again. There's some yeah. dirty riffs in this stuff, man. Yeah, man. Lost the Plot by the Newsboys. Give it. I don't know that one. This is probably their best song. And it almost makes you want to cry as, as it gets longer Why in, not? but it's, it's so good. The, the lyrics in this song are really good. But the intro, again, is really long. One of my favorite of their songs is actually kind of a hidden gem on the Stepping Up to the Microphone album, and that is... Um, Always. Great song. When Always. you come back. Could you bring me something from the fridge? Oh, yeah. I do remember this. But the end of this song goes really hard. Not there. When he comes out of here. Oh yeah. I forgot about this song. Yeah, I totally forgot about this one. The lead singer there um, went to went on to be an evangelist, I think. John James. Yeah, John James. I will say though. I did read an article about him recently. But that was what they said he was going to do when he left the band, and I never followed up on yes. what actually happened with him. There was a big dumpster fire of a mess that he was in, which is really? why he left the band. And eventually he moved on and, and got it together again and moved on to other things. But no, he was he was a, a mess drinking and, and cheating on his wife, all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, there all we go. Of, and it's not in it's the, coming out. He the, did an interview where he talked about in it. In the it's, Christian music industry, there they covered that up pretty good. Yeah. But there was there a were, lot of bands that yeah, had and there was struggles with yeah, that. Yeah, alcohol stuff. was a huge problem for for Christian bands in the nineties. Yeah. A really big one. And still is still in, yeah. in uh in Christian music scene. Right. Right. But it's just reality. I'll leave that where that is. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about all that before. <laughs> oh crap. I can see the thing. Okay. Well, that's anyway, okay. Skip forget it. that. Yeah. Uh, mad cow disease hit Great Britain in 1996. Oh, I remember hearing about that and being so... I think the first time I ever... was like a Highlights magazine or something <laughs> right. that I read about it. And I'm like, mad why we cow? Should be a, why we should be scared of beef. And they slaughtered all these yep, cows all in cows. Britain. Yep. It was a huge thing. Yep. The Dow was at 6,448. Ended the year at 6,448. Which was a big deal. And Alan Greenspan thought that... Uh, maybe the stock market was overvalued at that point. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to me. I forget who it was, but the the guy who ran the patent office, the U.S. patent office, in the early to mid-1800s said that they should close the patent office because everything had already been invented that was going to be invented. <laughs> this was before, like, the revolver was even invented. I have invented. a number of reasons for closing the patent office, yes, but it's not because we're done them. inventing That's right. things. That ain't one of them. Oh, man. Yeah. Too, you know, hot takes, you end up there. It's just what it is. But, oh, man. Oh. Let's see. The number, let's see. The number one news story was Netanyahu. Number two, TWA. Number three was Russia Alex Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin. Yes. Boris Yeltsin. Number four, number four U.S. elects Clinton over Dole and Perot. Yeah, so that was the second time. Clinton 2.0. Yeah. 
Yeah. The new and improved Clinton. Yes. Quite literally, because he actually had a, he had a uh, Republican House and Senate <laughs> that were elected along with him, and so he had, to, uh, he had to make some policy adjustments. It was actually one of the perfect blends of what American democracy should be, yep. where the president yep. vetoes half of what the Congress does, and the Congress runs the purse fiscally conservative. The president is like, eh, we want to push this forward in certain ways. It's actually, it was a pretty good yeah. balance. Pretty good balance. Yeah. And then... I, you know, then Bush with his whole entire Republican House and Senate, I, and they know, just spent everything I, into oblivion. I would love to know. And, and again, all y'all conspiracy, 9-11 conspiracy theorists, people out there, please don't. Just just don't. We're, yes, we're done. We did a whole episode on talk this, but more please about stop. The, yeah, talk more about the coronavirus. That's better. <laughs> Go run with that. However. It's going to make my ears bleed. I would really like to know what George W. Bush's presidency would have looked like without 9-11. Because that defined... Yeah. Everything that yeah. defined everything, and that was why he got reelected the second time too, was because people didn't want to change horses in the middle of the race. To see, I, I wonder why they put Cheney with him, because Cheney is scary. Cheney, right. is, Cheney but, is basically and, and, a real life Emperor Palpatine, right? And he was, I just, I wonder what that presidency would have looked like without Cheney. But who knows? I don't know. There'd be a lot less conspiracy theories attached to it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh. I hear Halliburton one more time. Ooh. What a terrible name for a company, by the and, way. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that we don't hear about don't them in Blackwater really, anymore. I don't think it's really a company. Isn't it just kind of a conglomerate? Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of things. Yeah, they're just into things just that things. make money. And and you know they just keep giving Dick Cheney new parts. Let's see what new else hearts. we got here? New hearts and parts. I recognize this, but I don't know why. You think you're alone Yeah, you'll get to it in the chorus. Uh, I mean it's it's definitely point of grace. Da, 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 da. Keep the candle burning. Yeah. 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 That's on point for Nate. Yes. On point of grace, no doubt. <laughs> point for Nate on point Who of grace. Who were just a imitation of Wilson Phillips. <sighs> so sad. But they were better than Wilson Phillips. I will tell you that. Better the, voices. The average income was $36,000. Nice. Average house, 118. Whew. 1996. What a time to be alive. Do you have gas prices in there from 1996? I do. Okay, you don't have to tell them A dollar twenty-two. Yeah. We're almost back there. Full circle. We 2020. Almost We're almost back to a dollar twenty-two. What's going to happen when we come out of this and people realize, wait, we don't have to pay this much for gas? <laughs> if you think like, about how many more taxes are in our gas now than it was then, gas is probably as cheap right now as it was back then. Or more so. Or more so. Oh, man. Let's just... <laughs> the Taliban captured Kabul. Wow. This year. And Osama bin Laden moved from the Sudan to Afghanistan. And Clinton did nothing about it. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Who said that? <laughs> Hillary did nothing about Wait, no, that's not true. No. You didn't mean Hillary. No. She wasn't in charge of anything. Can we just, can we just make a quick <laughs> comment here? <laughs> I would very rarely use the phrase, poor Bill Clinton. <laughs> However, when I you, use when that you see that man walking around now, <laughs> slack-jawed, barely not drooling on himself, 
you got to feel a little bad for him because you look at him like whether – I think their marriage is generally not really a marriage. It's more of a political partnership right. that happened to produce a child because that's what you do when you're a politician. Although... <laughs> anyway. Hillary's law partner at the time shares some features with Chelsea. Really? That's interesting because I never thought she really looked like Bill. But that's right. That's neither here nor right, there. Right, right, right. However, do some digging on that. <laughs> you still have to have a lot of proximity to that person, and let's just be real. Nobody has a good time in close proximity to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Theories about death if you're rates, signing up people to have a good time, yes, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton is not on one the of top them. of your list. And, and again, you can look at almost Joe anything. Biden seems like he would be a good time. Yeah, yeah, he's always been a little <laughs> bit. Obama bef- would be a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have I hung out with either of those guys at at, right. at the peak of their mental facilities. <laughs> um, but but. but I have never, in all the things I've ever read, even people who are glowingly supportive of Hillary Clinton that have worked with her for years, I have never once heard somebody say, she's just such a wonderful person, I love being around her. They, they have a lot of things to say about her. Never is that in there. By the way, can we just say with the coronavirus, I'm so done with Trump talking every day. This dude is a soundbite president. You cannot just let him up there for an hour every night been, to just riff. I've been wonderfully entertained by it. I know, but it's like too much of this. It's just gonna. My favorite thing about it, though, is this. I've watched maybe two of them. Oh yeah, I haven't even watched that many. I'm just watching the clips. I'm watching the highlights. Again, but he's, let, it's give me, a soundbite thing, thing. But I did try to watch it for an extended yeah. period of time, and I'm just like, when can we stop this? Totally, charade? totally. But I oh, will say, oh, 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 real quick, go for it. When Amy Klobuchar dropped out, yes, of the five remaining candidates, four Democrats and Trump, all five would have been the oldest yep. elected president in U.S. history. Yep. Amy Klobuchar was the only thing keeping us from that, <laughs> from electing the oldest president in history. Yes. What have we done? <laughs> we, the old people are finally running the country. Like, all the age and the wisdom yeah. is running this place. And I'm like, we need a youth revolution now more than ever. Oh, and the man. best way to do it is throw us all out of work and you'll get it. Yes. Oh, man. Well, I will say, either though, way, the person that we're electing one, next has the best chances of dropping dead in office that we've had in 30 years. Yeah. I have a feeling Trump is going to live for a really long time. Why? Is it because he doesn't drink and he eats McDonald's all the time? All the preservatives? Well, what a, is it? Hey, it's just genetics. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's genetics. But no, dude is a teetotaler. He's never touched alcohol. But that's. I should, but he's, I should he's maybe one say of these... this off the air, but one of my friends told me that you're only as old as the woman you feel. So maybe that's it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, then what's Joe Biden's excuse? I don't know. With all of his awkward hair kissing and smelling. Oh, whoops. Yeah. We shouldn't do this. No, let's this move is, on. That line of thinking is no good. Let's move on. <laughs> No, I think I don't think there's anything malicious in Joe Biden. I think he's just a creepy grandpa who doesn't know it. I think he's an unself-aware grandpa, and that's it. Anyway, where were we going before we got here? Where are we? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm very much enjoying this. Also, oh Major League Soccer goodness. debuted in 1996. Bane of my existence, Major that sport. League Soccer. It's not a sport. 
It's it's a triathlon yeah. that just happens to be it's confined. It's only a sport when you call it football. <laughs> Rugby is a sport. Rugby is a sport. That's a sport. Soccer's a sport too. It's just a sport in other countries. I, I my current it's small group everybody is a soccer fan. I don't know what to do about that. I know, but do they actually like get together and watch these things? They like yeah, and they're in like their kids are in it and different things like that too. It's like a big old thing. And I do don't, they I enjoy don't, it or they enjoy they all, like, and they all hate baseball. I don't know what to how do. How can you hate baseball? Because you, you I don't know. I understand it. it's boring, no. but that doesn't mean you can't not, watch it. It's not boring. <laughs> I don't know. I used to watch NASCAR. Golf you is could boring. You fall asleep to that. The only thing that's amazing about golf is they hit that little ball, and ever since they've been filming golf, they're able to follow it with the cameras. I'm like, how do you even see that? Like, yeah. how do you track that? Especially back in the, like, in, in, you know, in the, in the 80s or whatever, when the screens were terrible and the, and the picture was bad. And it's like, you, but you track the ball. Like, how do you do that? How how? Because it's the number one job of a golf cameraman. And I get that, but like, what are the what are the skill sets and tests that but are required NFL, for that? But the NFL the NFL cameramen's get faked out all the time with the ball. Totally. They're always following this guy, and the ball's over here. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. The moral of this podcast is that Sheldon and I should not spend long periods of time apart before <laughs> we get on. We have not talked enough. Before we got on the air here, and there you're just getting a lot of you got weird hooker references, things. dirty yeah. jokes. Yeah. You just got me ranting about trying to give the coronavirus to people. Yes, it's terrible. It's this terrible. is a terrible podcast. Yes. You shouldn't follow any of our advice. No, I don't think any of it's advice. It's not advice. I'm gonna say this to Stephen Curtis Chapman again. Probably. I'm so tired of all these songs. I know this. I know the song. Ooh. Yeah, this is just DC between talk. you and me, DC Talk. <laughs> okay. The number five news story of 1996: the Hutu and Tutsi conflict. Oh yeah. Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah. I forgot that was in the 90s. I thought it was later than that. It is in the 90s. We wow. were in sixth grade. You know, most of my news came to us in sixth grade. It was it was through. Uh, some sort of like uh, not scholastic was it scholastic that sent those yeah. little things around yep. and they were like kind of like kids newspapers and you open them up and they they were like where you where the first time I saw like yep. the the donkey and the elephant for the Democrats yep. and Republicans this election I think was one of the first times I saw red and blue on a map and we had to fill them out and I remembered I didn't get the concept of the red and the blue and which was which. And yeah. I made blue for the Republicans and red for the Democrats. But my teacher didn't dock me anything because I had everything right. It right. was just, I chose different colors. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't know that the Republicans were red or why no, they were I, red. I remember, I remember the first election, Clinton's first election, because we had, a, we had a, an election in my school, Conesville Elementary, when I was in third grade. And talking a lot, even at like lunch table, about politics. And and it was more like just the election. Yeah. And it was all really about who are your parents voting for. Um, but yeah, Dole's Dole and Clinton, I paid a lot of attention to, and of course, uh, Gore and uh, Bush, I paid a ton of attention to. But Gore couldn't and Bush, vote, couldn't I vote really wanted to vote, and yeah, I couldn't, couldn't and that it. was the whole thing. I yeah. thought I'd changed a couple of my teachers' votes, though. Yeah. I was pretty confident in I that. I still get that same kind of 
feeling every time I go to vote that I did the very first time I did. I Man, have not that lost first that vote magic. that I cast was so much yeah. pent up. Like, I want to I've do to, this. Oh, I know. I'm never going to stop doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I still think we should move the voting age to 21, by the way. Hmm. Because I would I agree with I don't that. think an 18-year-old kid ha has any business voting at this point. But if you're going to do that... <laughs> 18-year-old kids can fight in the army. And that so. is and that is that's the one caveat that I would make. Unless you are serving in the United States military, there 21. Yeah. Period. I'm good with that. All right, go ahead. What do you think about felons? I think there's too many felonies. I think there's too many felonies and I don't think you should be indefinitely stripped of your constitutional rights because you committed a felony because people change. Right. A felon is not always a felon. Right. They're only always a felon because society has labeled them as such. There you go. This is where my left-leaning friends are up clapping their hands for me now. This is the Newsboys, but it's an obscure song. Yeah. Off that album. Long intros. Long intros, man. Long intros. That's what we're learning. It's definitely the Newsboys. Give it up. What you got? No. Who is it? It's PFR. Oh, I forgot about them. This is one of Jess's favorite bands. They were so good. They made a lot of sound for a trio. Yep. This is Point of Grace. I was going to say it's either Point of Grace or Stephen Curtis Chapman. No. Neither one. If you pull this out, I will be amazed. I looked already because I was going to skip it. Okay, give me a minute. Give me a minute. No, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I recognize the voice. You may have sung this song. Yeah, nope. let me get to the chorus. I don't remember. The message by For Him. <gasps> yes. I That's a message. That. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. But if no, I sang, I sang Basics of Life. I didn't sing that one. Everybody's yeah. saying basics of life at some point. Choir, trio, campfire circles, somewhere. There was peace and elections in Bosnia. Mm. 1996. Finally. 1996 also had the Olympic Games in Atlanta. Which was what Mitt Romney hung his hat on when he was trying to... No. No, no that was in the... Salt Lake. That was Salt Lake, yeah. Atlanta was the bombing. Right. Centennial Park. Right. Bombing. Where the guy who found out about it got accused of doing it, and they made that whole movie about it recently. Yeah, just came out. Yeah, Richard, Richard something, right? Richard, I don't remember. It was Richard something. Yep. And there was a U.S. base that was bombed in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is a big to do. And the Unabomber was arrested. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. He was a smart man, but he had a lot of problems. <laughs> Living in that Hence cabin in the woods. The Unabomber. Hence the Unabomber. Let's see what we got left here.
Let's DC talk again. No? No. No. This is third day. Yeah, I think you're right. The first... Long intros, dude. Yep. Man, I hate Mac Powell's voice. Nothing at all. He's like a goat. He's <laughs> like Scott Stapp and uh, all those other guys that came out a little bit later. Yeah. Life, like Plus some life country twang life. thrown in. Yeah. Ugh. Never liked Third Day. No, me neither. Don't tell my dad Yeah. that you don't like him because I've told him and he's like, Every time they come on, oh, sorry about this. <laughs> it's got to be Point of Grace again. I don't think so. Is it? Celtic women. No, it's not. No, it's not. Hang on. I don't know who it is. If we ever get through the intro, we'll find out. Oh, my word. Come on. Get to it already. Oh, they won't get to it for a while. I just looked who it was. It's Rich Mullins. Oh, man. Seriously, it's been like 32, 33, 34 seconds. No one said anything. I blame Michael Jackson for long intros, by the way. I love that man still to this day, but Billie Jean is the reason that songs have long intros. Is it really? And that they got radio airplay with long intros. Went on for a long time. We can stop this charade at any point, but I think I made it through most of my list here. Oh, Nintendo 64 was released in Japan. I And one of the first games on it was the best to ever do it. Which was that? GoldenEye 007. Which, have you played it recently? I should go back and play it. Is it terrible? It's so clunky. Uh, It's so bad. I should let it live in my memory. The aiming mechanism is like all jacked up. Like it's a mess. It's a mess. It is a mess. But it was the first one to do it right. Other than Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein was awesome. But that was PC. Wolfenstein was cool. That was only PC. I would love to see some like Fortnite players today to go back and play Goldeneye and see what they would do with it. Yeah. I bet you could do that. That would be interesting. That'd be fun. So the moral of this podcast, even though I told you there was one earlier, is, is pay attention more? to the random things that are happening now because one day you may have to test yourselves on them. I hope we never do quarantine again. This is the worst This is the worst uh, annual event in American history. We'll all be dead the next time that this has to happen because the last time it happened, everybody's dead except mm. for a couple people. Is it that unique? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the, sw- uh, the the Spanish flu was the last time it happened in the United States where they did quarantining and social distancing. Mm. It hasn't happened since. <sighs> Let's so, not do this again. Let's not do it again. Although, if you believe in evolutionary biology, it's bound to happen. And it's going to weed out everybody except the ones that evolution selects. We'll just keep evolving. This is a whole nother subject that we could <laughs> roll on here about the preventative things that we try to do, yet still believing in Have the evolutionary Have we harmed evolution model. by social distancing? Should we just <laughs> let oh, it got it? Oh, let it wipe out half of New York City. Oh man. <laughs> Nature and the universe are in charge, right? That's <laughs> that's how this works. So uh. I'm told. No. You know what surprises me? We didn't send that any... All of a sudden, everybody's pro-life. That's my thing. Oh, well, 
No, my my surprise. That's surprising to me. My surprise is that we haven't heard that anybody in the International Space Station had had this. <laughs> Because China's sending people up there all the time. Russia's True. sending people up there all the time. We use Russian and Chinese craft to get up there all the time. Well, I guess not Chinese. How long do they stay up there? Months at a time. Mm. Now, they, they do everything they can to make sure that everybody's healthy and whatever, but I don't know. Yeah, that surprises me. And again, it's a very small window of people. Like, there are very yeah. few people that are up there doing that, but yeah. Well, I think we should be done. We should do that. I need a haircut. You need that a haircut? That needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I need a haircut real bad. If they could please send the haircutting people back. <laughs> I was going to bleach my hair. Oh. That was the thing. No, we have a deal. If Jess got her nose pierced, I was allowed to bleach my hair. Okay. And I haven't cashed in on that bet for 15 years oh. because I was always worried about, oh, what are people at my job going to think? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen them for a month, so this would have been the time to bleach my hair. <laughs> Just don't do it yourself. Just oh, don't no, do it I was going to do it myself. No, please don't. No, 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 no. It'll be orange. Yeah. You'll be no, unhappy. No, no, no. I've done my research, Nate. All right. I was going to do it. Are you talking it. like straight up white bleach it? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I can get behind All that. All the way platinum blonde. I can get behind that. But you know what? I want to go back to work so bad. I'm not going to do anything to screw that up. You really think they'd send you home for that? Just wear this, ventra wear this Ventrac hat. Just wear it every time you're here. But uh, my job is sometimes in front of people. And as soon as we can get people to come be in front of me. Yes. Then, uh, yeah, I probably should not have bleached hair. But well, you, you can, can do a lot of stuff head. over Zoom. Yeah, I could go back to that's doing always the buzz. The, that's always the option for guys. I might do the buzz anyway because apparently no one's allowed to cut my hair. I have clippers if you want to hit it up. I got my hair cut the Friday before I got sent home on Monday from, from work to work from home. I have a sister-in-law who cuts hair professionally, so I I'm good. Know, you're cheating. It's so That's bad. That's not cheating. It is cheating. You have a family member that can cut hair. That's cheating. The I've rest of had, us are looking uh, shaggy. My brother could do it. My mom used to cut my hair. She was a, My mom was a cosmetologist back in the day. I cut my brother's hair last night. Oh. <laughs> He was over. I'm like, I can't let you go out looking like that. <laughs> I have clippers. Sit down. <laughs> That's literally how it went. He called his wife and is like, uh, is, is it mine? Do you mind if Sheldon cuts my hair? And she's like, Why are uh, our wives so invested in what our haircut is? I don't know. What is it about that? But I've had to get so particular with the poor ladies because yeah. they're just as like, they can't cut it straight across in the front. I can't stand looking at that. You just need to get a straight up. Uh, Lloyd Christmas haircut <laughs> from Dumb and Dumber. Just the bowl cut straight across. Yeah, I don't look at it. Yeah, do it. Although you might get like fired your wife for that says, one. I am kind of a hair guy. Yeah, I do kind of care. Yeah, I care about my hair. I do. Yeah, I do. All Sadly. Right. All right. Well, on that note, yeah, uh, get we, out of here. We have no takeaways. You're no. welcome for the experience that you yes. just had. That's our takeaway. <laughs> we said some things, and that's all this show is about. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, welcome back to the show, and welcome back to us as well. You'll be hearing from us constantly again. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.